0: Hello, and welcome to Talk Social to Me. I am your host, Mackenzie, and this week I am joined by a very special guest. His name is Hayden Cashin, and he owns a digital marketing agency and also owns another agency where he teaches you all about online marketing and how to scale your marketing, which is absolutely incredible, and I highly recommend checking that out. Today, we talk all about TikTok, how to scale your marketing, kind of how he got started in the entire space. So let's dive right into the episode. Well, welcome to Talk Social to Me. Thank you so much for joining me, Hayden. I really appreciate it.
1: My pleasure. I'm pumped.
0: So if you kind of want to just give a little baby intro on who you are, what you do, all that fun stuff.
1: Yeah. My name's Hayden Cashin. I'm a 27-year-old entrepreneur from Canada. I run two companies. first one's Cashin Marketing, which is a paid ads agency specializing in Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Google ads and TikTok ads. And then the second company is called Modern Marketing Certificate. It's an education company teaching a number of marketing skills all taught by industry experts. We have different levels of products from an 11-week 200-hour course to just downloadable courses that you can do on your own time. And with the with the downloadable courses those are just for you to learn. And then if you take the full thing, we actually help you get jobs on the back ends or promotion on the back ends or whatever your objective is. So those are the two organizations operate.
0: Oh, that's amazing. So how did you get started in all of this?
1: Yeah, so I went to university initially for economics. After two years doing that, I realized I didn't really love it. And the only other thing I liked in high school was marketing. And so I uh, switched to marketing and I liked it a lot more from day one. And then while I was going through it, I got an opportunity to take a digital marketing certification that was, it was a partnership with the university, but it wasn't like part of the university. And so I did that through the summer that got me an internship in the digital marketing space. And then I kind of sharpened my sword at a couple jobs and then started my own agency.
0: That's incredible. So yeah. like one of the biggest things that I always get, like my biggest question that I always get with friends who are trying to get into social media space or marketing space in general is... Do I need to take a course? Do I need to have like online classes under my belt? And I always say like experience is always going to be the number one, Mm -hmm. but I do believe in courses and I'm Mm -hmm. obviously you're a big course person. It's
1: funny. So the reason we started Modern Marketing, the second company, was because the course that I took that got me into the industry actually shut down in 2021 and I was shocked because I thought it was a great business. I was like, okay, if you're going to shut it down, I'll create my own version and scale it up because I really believe in it. And so that's actually why we, we got into that side. And it also parlayed nicely into me building my TikTok following. When I was building my TikTok, I realized like 99% of these people don't own businesses. So I can't even monetize them on cash and marketing. And so I wanted a B2C play. And so the education company just made sense on that front as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So can you kind of I guess like describe your online marketing school and what your favorite thing is to teach people when they do st- start taking your courses.
1: Yeah, so there's 10 modules, each of them a different discipline. So, high level planning is the first one, then landing pages, then Facebook organic, Facebook paid, Google organic, Google paid, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, <laughs> email marketing. So, that's the full Everything. suite. <laughs> exactly. But I only teach Facebook ads. Every single course is either taught by one instructor or two instructors. Um, and there's no replication. So it's an industry expert for each course specific. And that's why it's really powerful. And I was able to kind of assemble the Avengers through the network that I built over the, the last two years and just call in a couple of favors to get some really good people uh, involved in the course. And so that's how it's structured. And then if you take the full program, the, the 200 hour thing, there's a final project on the back end where basically you have to push it all together. So you have to build out a high level plan, create a landing page for your digital product. Create a social media for that kind of brand, then run ads from that social media to the landing page, set up all the tracking, and then set up the email marketing funnels on the back end, and then kind of provide recommendations and insights based off the high level plan after you've done the execution. So it takes everything you learn and put it into kind of the full scope and actually how you'd create the cycle so that then you can go into either a job or start an agency or work an agency and really understand the whole framework of how you're going to create success in the digital marketing space. And what I really like about it is when we get up to full speed, so we just launched it. So we only did one cohort last year. We're going to do about two that this year, and hopefully we'll get to four the following year. And then we want to start doubling up. So we'll have cohorts uh, quarterly, but we'll have maybe two or three groups in each quarter. So that's how we're seeing of scaling it. And the reason I really like this business is because the digital marketing industry changes so quickly. And so, colleges and universities are just never going to get up to that level of pace for di- the digital marketing space. Like, literally, Apple makes one change overnight and the whole industry changes. And then a month later, TikTok evolves and the whole industry changes. And it's just, it's too quick. And so, when you're doing quarterly kind of updates to the material with industry experts that are actually in the space, you can have really kind of the most up to date stuff. And so, I think. What we're we're always going to provide people is kind of the the state of the union right now of what's happening in digital marketing, and literally three months later it'll be a new state of the union. You know, of course ninety percent will be the same, but maybe ten percent will change, and we'll always really be on top of it. And so we're really trying to build a company that we see in ten to twenty years people will truly consider going to university or taking the modern marketing certificate. Like that's actually our vision and the way we're competitive is it's $5,000 to take the full certification and it's 200 hours across 11 weeks. And so you can either do four years in university for let's say $40,000 right. or you can do <laughs> 11 weeks for $5,000 and we get you the job. Whereas university, they just give you a piece of paper and say, best of luck. And so we really feel like we have a competitive product at a at a cheaper cost and a lower time frame, And we're in a position to evolve quicker. And so I think just communicating that, building trust around the brand over time will allow us to uh, become a real competitor.
0: I think one of the biggest things, and it's the reason why I love social media and digital marketing in general, is that it does change on the daily, and you never get bored in this job. You're always like needing to keep up to date with like new features that are released or everything that's happening with Elon Musk at Twitter right now. Just <laughs> constant updates. Yeah, I'm curious, like, what your favorite part of social media is, or like, where
1: you kind of see social
0: media going in the next couple of years?
1: I think my favorite part is that it allows people to truly do what they love. You know, it allows anyone to go direct to consumer with their ambitions. You know, before it was television, radio, newspaper, very expensive. You couldn't, a a regular person couldn't advertise on TV or put up ads in the newspaper every day. And so using these channels, it allows kind of a, a place where you can, you know, over time build up your audience and then monetize it. And I think that's going to create a lot more happiness for people. That's going to create a lot of people, you know, matching their current salary, you know, not millionaires, but matching their current salary, but doing what they really enjoy. And I think the avenues of doing that are only going to continue to open up and it's going to become even more practical over time for a lot more people to just do what they love for a living.
0: No, for sure. I mean, even on TikTok, like we've all seen the numbers of people like businesses and brands and influencers all growing out of control on TikTok and people that you would have never seen before and brands that you would never seen before even followed. And they're just going viral just for different videos. And then it's wonderful to see just like the little baby small businesses grow into these incredible brands.
1: Yeah. And like with modern marketing experienced it, the way we launched that company. So literally we were selling the first cohort and we were only marketing it from March to May. And basically like it started May 30th, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And so we had like mid-March to May. So maybe like 10 weeks, eight weeks, something like that to literally go from zero followers, zero brand, zero dollars to having to make enough money to pay our our staff and hopefully cover our costs. And just an eight to 10 week period, we went from zero to really doing something significant. We got 65,000 followers, but we sold out the first cohort. I say all that to say, the reason we were able to do that is because on TikTok, it values content, right? If we were on Instagram and had zero followers, we would have to run ads from day one and really like we would have to be spending money, in other words, to hopefully make it happen. Whereas on TikTok, we just understood how to arbitrage the channel and we just put out volume of content and we're literally able in eight weeks to create a wildly profitable bit. Profitable business from zero. And that's super powerful now that it's shifted from how many followers you have to how good your content is. It's now practical to yep. literally watch a company and in eight weeks like build something substantial.
0: So is that the so I noticed that you posted a photo where it's like a hundred thousand followers on TikTok in thirty days. So is that what you were talking about? It's like that little time period that it grew so significantly.
1: No. So that was my personal brand. My goal when I started my personal brand was 100,000 followers in 30 days. Um, wildly failed, but we did hit 100,000 followers <laughs> in 275 days. And that was my personal brand. Then in, then that started in August, like a, a year ago in August, so whatever. And then in March, <laughs> the following March, we launched Modern Marketing, which was the, the education company's channel on TikTok and we started that one at zero, mm-hmm. we got to 100,000 followers in 100 days on the dot. So not only did we build a company in eight weeks that we could then pay off everything and have profit to invest and make it bigger the next time, we got 100,000 followers in 100 days. And actually, I think it was like 24% of our revenue actually came from brand partnerships, which we didn't even think of. Holy but cow. just by yeah. just by building a marketing media company in, on TikTok, we got a lot of revenue from brand partnerships. And I think one of the interesting insights is on my personal brand, it took me 275 days to get to 100,000. But then when we did modern marketing, it took me 100 days because I knew from my personal brand, all the mistakes we made, I knew exactly what to do. And we were able to do that. And now modern marketing actually has more followers than my personal brand.
0: Oh, wow. That's incredible. Yeah. So what are some of the tips or just like the mistakes that you made in general, like the first time that you learned when you were trying to grow your, your business
1: on TikTok, Well, truthfully, the first thing was that when I started my personal brand, I knew nothing. Like I I started like trying to do trending sounds and trying to like jump on the trends and do all different, talk about mindset, talk about agency, talk about customers, talk about marketing. Talk, I was, I was all over the map, but it's cause I, I needed to just figure it out. You know what I mean? Versus yes. when we, when we got onto modern marketing, I I didn't have to do any testing. I knew exactly what to do. And so with modern marketing, what I wanted to do is be able to post four times a day. So literally 180 videos a month. And I wanted to do that in the least amount of time possible with the highest amount of value given those constrictions, right? And so what I did is I studied the marketing hashtags and I realized that the easiest thing to create that consistently goes viral is talking about marketing related websites, so this website will help you do huh. this in your marketing. This website will help you do this in your marketing. This website will help you do this in your marketing. So literally, all we did is go uh, like, hey, do you want your ads to perform better? Well, you got to visit this website. It'll do this, this, and this. Follow-. And it was basic- and, and then what we would say is the call to action be, and if you want to become a better marketer, hit the link in our bio. And that would push Perfect. to the certification, right? And, and yeah. that was after about week six that we really nailed that call to action. And it worked because it created mystery and it was quick. So it didn't really like have drop off time. It was like, and if you want to be a better marketer and almost everyone would continue listening, okay, I do. We'll hit the link in our bio. Yep. And it, it was just so, <laughs> so clean like that. And what it allowed us to do though, is shoot videos at scale. Our fastest session we ever shot, we did 30 videos in 52 minutes. Oh, Wow. And it's because I just had I had all the websites, so I would I would find the thirty the thirty websites every week that we wanted to shoot. But what would happen is like it's easy. You just go onto TikTok, find the websites that already went viral, <laughs> and just mm-hmm. just yeah. put them in the list. And then all you do to to do the website is you just click on it. It'll load the home page, and, and then you just see what it's about. Okay, if you want to do this, you got to go to this website, and then you just scroll the home page. Typically, it'll talk about the best things. You just say it does this, it does this, it does this. And if you want to be a better marketer, hit the link in the bio, boom, next website, same thing, boom, next website, same thing. And like the formula just worked. And then the interesting part is, is like, without even realizing it, the reason the brand partnerships came in a lot was because we were like an authority in talking about Mm -hmm. marketing websites. So every marketing website wanted to be featured on our channel. It was like perfect, right? Versus my personal brand. I, I talk all different types of stuff. So it's not as like focused of an audience versus modern marketing and the other thing about modern marketing is i think people see it as an authority because it's a logo versus me it's my opinion to a certain extent so it's it almost doesn't hold as much weight it's almost like if you listen to like piers morgan versus if you listen to like cnbc you're going to trust cnbc more than piers morgan just because piers morgan is an opinion cnbc is supposed to be like the truth you know what i mean and so There's a lot of things we didn't realize, but it kind of like showed that it was actually kind of easier to build a a logo than build a personal brand, which I think a lot of people think is the reverse.
0: The opposite. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the biggest thing that we always hear is making sure that you're like the face of the brand and like there's a personality to your brand and that the brand is like you, you, you. And so it's really interesting that you came at it from a logo perspective and you got way more followers quicker when you did it from just your brand.
1: Yep. But the the key, and this is why a lot of companies struggle is because they want to pitch their product, right? We built our business. We got the hundred thousand followers in a hundred days and we had all these brand partnerships, but I guarantee you 95% of people that follow us don't even know we have an education company. And it's because we're yeah. so value focused. We're not, Trying to sell on TikTok, we're trying to build brand awareness. And once again, if you want to be a better marketer, go to our bio. And so that is there for people to go explore. But it's one of those things where it's like, if you get say a thousand views a video, but you're trying to sell your product, then maybe you'll have ten percent go to your bio on a good day, right? But if you're mm-hmm. not trying to sell your product, maybe you'll get a hundred thousand views, but you only have like two percent go to your bio. But it nets out to be a better conversion just in the bio, but it also nets out to be just a bigger brand awareness, which leads to so much more from like a word of mouth standpoint, authority standpoint, other opportunity standpoint, all these different things, right? One other thing that we did is then we leveraged the modern marketing page. The reason we were in Lisbon is because we are at Web Summit a couple of weeks ago. And so we we leveraged the modern marketing page to get media passes to Web Summit, to get backstage to interview speakers aka start to Mm -hmm. network with with all these these big people and it was all because we had the page and so what people don't realize is like they think so linearly of like okay i'm gonna build a tiktok and sell my course it's like there's a million different verticals that can come out of it.
0: absolutely and i don't again like i don't think people realize that like you said they're thinking very linearly or like they have like tunnel vision of i'm here and i want to get here instead of being able to look wider and being like, okay, if I do this and I do this, it can help me like both these things can help me get to this one place that I really want to be. And it's all about like leveraging different aspects of social media, different aspects of, like you said, networking is so big, especially on TikTok, like collaborating with people, reaching out to people, just communicating with your followers. That's going to help you so much when it comes to marketing in
1: general. 100%. And I think like the thing I see people struggle with the most is like, they're so non-believers in marketing at the core. And I I was thinking about this today, like a lot of people think digital marketing and what they're really thinking is digital selling. They're not thinking about digital marketing, right? Marketing is ingraining an idea in someone's brain that will manifest when the timing is right. And so for us, it's like, for instance, modern marketing, we can ingrain it in someone's brain, but they cannot be at a place yet where they're ready to take the career to the next level for whatever reason. But when they are they come right to us. And that's when the marketing may pay off two years later. And people that you know are looking for like, okay, we started marketing. What happened in the last 30 days? Because they're never going to get um, the amount of success that they could. And what I mean by that is you can be a digital selling organization and, and build a great company and make profit and be great. But I guarantee you, if you did proper marketing on top of that, you would be four times bigger.
0: Absolutely. I once had, when I was freelancing, I had a client who hated, he didn't understand why he needed somebody to come in to do marketing for him. He was like, I don't pay for marketing. I think it's stupid. I don't want to sell myself. I just want people to come to my restaurant. And I was like, well, if you want people to come to your restaurant, you kind of have to be on social media and showcase what you're making, showcase everybody around you, get people to understand who you are as a brand And people will come in. It's not about being like, hey, I have a sandwich. Please buy my sandwich. It's talking about the sandwich. You don't have to be like, buy it. Just describe it.
1: 100%. And like people that are fixated on a ridiculous belief like that, they're almost too far from where I'm at to even want to start to entertain the conversation. Because I'm not even just like a believer in marketing. I'm like all the way over (laughs) here. And so if we're that far apart, I'm just like, no worries, brother. Like, go to your thing, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, Ben and I always talk about this because Ben is in your camp where he's just like, nope, I'm not going to touch that person. Like, they're just not for me. And I love converting people into marketing. Like (laughs) people who hate marketing and don't understand it. I'm like, I'm going to make you a believer and you're going to see why you should be doing this. (laughs) I love it. So as far as TikTok goes, I know a lot of people are seeing stagnation on TikTok. And that their views are down or like they're not getting the amount of followers that they were once getting at one point when TikTok started blowing up completely. So for you, what are some of your top tips on getting new followers?
1: New followers specifically?
0: Or just like growing your account on TikTok in general with like reach or engagement?
1: Yeah. It's interesting because for me, I've never cared about followers. I'm much more like what's mm-hmm. happening on the link bio. Like, are we driving business yeah. results? And sometimes those things conflict in the sense of it's funny. Like on modern marketing, I wanted to build a viral TikTok page, but on my personal, I wanted to build an authority that's respected and it doesn't have to get a lot of views, but I want the people that see me to be like, oh, this person's legit. And so they were completely different goals and therefore they were that I would never talk websites on my personal, if that makes sense. I, I want to yeah. only only talk original thoughts to a certain extent. And then on modern marketing, I want to create virality. And so I think before even like, how do you get more followers? It's like, who do you want to become? What's the actual goal of this page? Because if you want to get more followers, go out onto the highway and run into traffic and film it and post it, you'll get tons of <laughs> followers but is that going to convert to what you care about? Right. And so I think before getting into that, really understand what the goal is at at hand. And I think the best thing I could say, if you, if you do truly want to get followers is to create a storyline in the sense of why should they show up again tomorrow? One of my friends, Sahil Var, he's a soccer player in Dubai. And what he does is it's like, it was like 365 days to go pro. Right. And so literally every day he'd put out a thing of like, what's happening today, what's happening today. And the one thing I really like about his page is his views are consistent every day. Mm -hmm. It's it's probably 400,000, 300,000. And of course some do millions, some may do a hundred K, but it's usually around like 400,000 views, every single video. And it's because the people that are there want to see the next chapter of the book. They're not there because of one video. They're there because of the story. And so when you have something that's like show up again tomorrow, show up again tomorrow, show up again tomorrow, that's the reason to follow. Right. So you can do a yes. video that that goes viral. I'm not going to name names, but I know someone who keeps going viral, but can't get followers. And it's because he's doing the videos oh. where where like it's like fitness related and he'll do like like mm-hmm. workouts and shit. And then he'll write words across the whole screen and put like a, a stick beat behind it and and it goes viral but why would you follow him like what's the value of following him it's just kind of like a good video you're like oh that was inspirational cool but like why would you follow the account and you can see it 100,000 views all day and struggling to hit 1000 followers right and so if you really want people to follow you you need to give them the reason to show up tomorrow
0: that's a really good point. I see a lot of people like that on TikTok. And I'm definitely one of those people where I'm just scrolling through my feed and I'm like, oh, that's a cool video. I'll send it to somebody, but I won't actually click the button to actually follow them. Because I was just like, that that was what I wanted in this moment. I got my little serotonin hit and now I'm going to move on.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like one of the things I do is like I'll give out some sort of value and then say it's a value, a piece of value about like Google ads. I'll, I'll then the call to action will be like, I never miss a Google ads update follow you don't either. So that's why you, you yeah. follow me is because tomorrow you're going to get the next piece of value that's the same as this video. And so you don't want to miss the next one.
0: Absolutely. I. So we had somebody on recently who was talking about all about hooks and how important hooks are on TikTok. But for you, it sounds like CTAs are the most important thing for you when it comes
1: to your TikToks. No, hooks are definitely the most important because if, if they don't start watching the CTA doesn't matter, right? And so hooks are definitely number one. But if you have a great hook and a, and a trash DTA, then it, like it, it's all almost equally valuable. But at the end of the day, if you don't have a hook, literally the rest doesn't matter. Yeah. And so the hook is important. But once again, I, w- I really advise people to like, think about like who they want to be in the future, the brand they want to create in the future. Cause it's easy to hack this stuff, but you got to make sure you want to become that person. And you may, or you may not. Right. And so for me, like, on modern marketing, I'll say stuff like, this website should be illegal and like give the, the thing. <laughs> I would never do that on my personal because I don't want to become that guy. I want to become a right. person that gets hired to do speaking engagements, is invited on podcasts, has clients that want to pay a big fee, is going to write a book, is going to launch a conference. Like, so if you're this website should be a legal guy, people aren't going to respect you. Right. And, but if I'm the person that's like, you know, the, yesterday I was thinking and, and I did this change to my business, and overnight we did. And, and even though that call to action or the, the, the hook isn't crazy, it, it creates a certain level of authority and respect that's going to lead to the future actions that I want, right? And so I, I would just really advise people to be conscious of not trying to hack the algorithm for the detriment of their long term brand.
0: That's a really, really, really good point. When it comes to hooks, which ones are your favorite for your personal brand? Like which ones are getting you the most views with your personal?
1: It's it's so funny because like I just I don't go into it thinking like that. Like I don't do consistent things. Literally, I I what what the way I run my personal brand is as I live life, which means as I maybe have a call with someone and something sparks in my head, I'll write it in the TikTok list. Or I'll get, I get emails in the morning of like all the headlines. And if something interesting changed with TikTok, let's say, I'll write it in my list. And then when I go to shoot, I have a list of all these things that, you know, have happened to me over the week that I thought were really interesting. And then I'll just talk about them. And so mm-hmm. if it's a change with TikTok and how they're going to integrate shopping into TikTok, which they just yep. announced this week, I would say like, if you're in e-commerce, this is a game changer. That's how I would say, but it's not like that's my go-to hook. Like, that's just what I would say in that moment. Or, or I would say something like, it's going to be so much easier to sell online. Like that could be another way of, of phrasing it. And so I would just do something that's going to kind of create almost a cliffhanger that's related to yeah. the actual point, right? Not like the world's about to change. Like I, I'd make it <laughs> still like, if you're an e-commerce, you got to stop scrolling. Like, so that it, it's not a, a bait and switch. And then I would just go into the value. I, I really don't overthink it because for me, I really think about like, you know, I'm going to post twice a day on my personal and I'm going to do that for 10 years and everything I need to say and everything I need to become over that much, just chopping of wood will happen at a certain level of volume. Absolutely. It's just inevitable. And so I don't, in my opinion, need like a hundred videos for me to blow up and I have to make them all so perfect. It's like, I'm just going to do so much that it's going to happen regardless.
0: So do you recommend for people just getting started on TikTok, do you recommend that they post as much content per day or how do you kind of explain to a new client, like how they should approach something like TikTok?
1: So one of the things that I think about a lot is how to create a framework that can apply to any client. At least in an industry so let's say e-commerce product based e-commerce what's a framework that literally you can go into any any company they can almost fill out the framework sheet based on their nuances and then they have their plan for creating 60 pieces of content a month let's say posting twice a day right and so one example Mm -hmm. of of a framework that i've created that works is go to your hashtag and find a video that's that's answering a question click on that video go to the comments. And scroll through the comments, there's going to be a bunch of follow-up questions. You can save these comments that you like, not like them, Like you can literally hold down and click save comment. Then when you're ready to shoot, you go into your TikTok, click the saved comment section, and now you have a list of questions. And you can literally just answer those questions. So that's how you then systemize your ideas. And that can work for any industry, right? Another one that I like is go to Google, type in whatever's relevant to your industry. So say you sell makeup. You just type in like makeup and then go to the news tab and sort by the last seven days, the last thirty days, what's gonna happen? It's gonna sort the most popular articles in makeup of the last 30 days. And what's your hook? Whatever the headline says. Just literally verbatim, repeat the headline and then talk about however you want to talk about it. And so coming up with systems where like any client because the struggle with these the clients is they can't can't come up with the ideas. And me as a yes. digital marketing expert. I don't know your category, so I can't really come up with the ideas or it wouldn't really make sense to have a team that comes up with the ideas because we're not subject matter experts in your space. And so just creating frameworks where like the ideas can be systemized. Another thing that we do is we do, I try to go on as many podcasts as possible and I'm traveling right now, but when I'm at home, I'll have a videographer with me. He'll be shooting, Mm -hmm. but he'll be listening to me talk and writing down all the notes and what happens is now we have a list of new ideas because when I'm on a podcast, the host will say something that I may not think of, and therefore it'll evoke new, new responses. And then boom, that becomes a list of new ideas. And so I think coming up with systems to come up with the ideas is the number one thing. And then keeping it super simple from a shooting standpoint, like I said, we shot 30 videos in 52 minutes and you know we, we, we've blown up our account. So you don't have to spend a lot of time on it. It's really about the value I think one of the easiest ways is the green screen effect. So if you're going to do the news idea, screenshot the article, and put it in the background, and then literally just talk about it. Like, there you go. That's that system. When you're doing the comment thing, you can actually reply to the comment in your video. So the comment will come up top. Boom. There's a system for that. And just trying to make it as simple as possible to start. Then when you start to get momentum, you'll be able to see what's working, what's not. And then if you decide to, you can be like, okay, this idea really works let's do different shoots that may take up a more more time but it's because we really believe in the idea if you decide to right and so that's what I would say is come up with systems to get the ideas and come up with ways to shoot them that literally like the goal should be every idea they start within two minutes that should be the the kind of the mental framework you're in to just come up with the creativity of how you're gonna do it
0: that's such a good good tip I don't I think a lot of people think that it's gonna take so much time to create a Video or create something for TikToks to create something for Instagram when it can be something so simple where you do your entire workflow in an afternoon, write up everything that you want to do and then just quickly get through your list.
1: Yeah. And truthfully, like if you study Gary V, what he's currently doing right now is tons of green screen videos with the thing behind Mm -hmm. him and he's pointing to it. And when you think of someone who has a full team that must cost more than a million dollars a year to operate, yeah. and he's over here doing green screen effects behind him and not using his team, it must be over indexing, right? Huge. And so, yeah, doing absolutely. these like these quick models is actually what's working.
0: Yeah, I love that. Another big question that we're constantly getting on our Facebook group is: okay, I just started using TikTok or I just started using Reels, and I just keep not getting any views. And like my numbers are really low, and I'm actually getting really discouraged to even create more videos because nobody's seeing it. So, what is one of your like pieces of advice to give to somebody if their numbers are low?
1: (laughs) If your numbers are low and you haven't posted 400 times, my first piece of advice, (laughs) if you're crying, is maybe entrepreneurship isn't for you. I think like you cannot get discouraged. Like, if you're gonna get discouraged because your views are low, And not be in the mindset of like, ooh, I love this challenge. How can I rise to it and beat it? Then maybe you're not a purebred entrepreneur to a certain extent. (laughs) There's a way to always do it. And the reason I can't give you just a straight up answer is because it's a nuance for every category. Like How it's going to work if you're a painter may be different for if you're a chef, right? The actual structure of what's going to work. And so the answer is you have to keep testing from a creative standpoint and just make sure obviously you're using things like hashtags to to rank in your category. But all it is is about the content, right? Use the hashtags to rank. But other than that, it's about the content. And so just make sure the hashtags are there. You don't have to overthink it. And then just like really keep trying new content. And what that means is like, If you've done 30 selfie videos, giving a tip, like maybe the selfie video model is not working for you as a person in your specific category. And so you have to evolve. Maybe you got to go grab some stock footage and voiceover while the footage runs. Maybe that's the move. Like you just have to keep creatively iterating. And if you give up, then I have no sympathy for you. Cause like, you know, (laughs) entrepreneurs get punched in the face every single day, a hundred thousand times. And like. You can't be no. sad that you don't give views. It's like it's that's the least no. of your problems, you know?
0: Just gotta <laughs> change your mindset when it comes to views on TikTok and
1: Reels. I don't even get that many views, but I don't think I've ever thought about it once, to be honest. I don't even care.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just as long as you're making content and you're tweaking and you're just trying to figure out what works for you. I think that's the only I, thing that you can
1: do. Because Yeah. I think higher level too, like for for me. I'm like, I can't wait in 10 years to be wildly successful and have all the videos of me starting. Like, I'm thinking on those levels. It's not even about what's happening right now, it's just about being able to point to me and be like, you know, if you're starting out and you find inspiration in who I am right now, go watch these videos. Cause that was me in your shoes. I think that's powerful to have. I also get excited weirdly about Absolutely. like, I'll be able to show my kids, like, hey, this is me in my 20s. learning all about like, that's so cool to see. And then I think on the third level, you know, we're the first generation that can just document at scale. And so in hundreds of years from now, we're going to actually be like the first fully documented member of our family and really the start of like the documented lineage, which like blows my mind as well. And so for me, I'm not thinking about how many views I got yesterday. I'm literally thinking about like after I'm gone to a certain extent. And like, like if you have that (laughs) perspective and like gratitude for like everything that you have and all, you know, how much impact you can make in the world, like it's hard to get sad over only getting a hundred views.
0: It's true. I mean, we're such a teeny, teeny part of it. And then (laughs) at the end of the day, as long as you can go back and look at it all, that's incredible.
1: 100%.
0: So my last question, is there any areas you think people should focus a little bit more on when it comes to growth online or it comes to just digital marketing in general? Like, is it a certain, is it video? Is it photos? Is it a certain platform? Like, what is your advice to people looking to grow?
1: I can answer your question more directly if you want, but I do have an interesting thought that's kind of in the ballpark because I was on the phone with somebody yesterday and I explained this to them. Yeah. I think something interesting is your customer, depending on what what, who your customer is, is going to purchase naturally a certain way and you can't be forcing the customer to purchase how you want them to purchase right so i was talking to this company and their corporate gifting company so basically if i'm a corporation and i want to send out you know ten thousand of these to my customers or whatever i'd work with this company and they'd organize everything get it all sent out nice packaging all that stuff right and they want to do lead generation and i was like okay like What's going on right now? And they're like, you know, we're running this, this, and this, and it's it's not really working. We're not happy with the agency we're working with. And I was like, okay, like one of the things they're running is Google ads, right? And I'm like, okay, are any of your competitors running Google ads and having success with direct response lead gen that leads to scale, not trash lead gen, like actually happening? Is it working for any of your competitors, right? I was like, because I don't even want to take on the account. If you can't tell me it is. Because intuitively, I don't think that's how the CMO of a massive company is gonna purchase their corporate gifting partner. I don't think no. they just go to Google and hit that's an ad right and like not. it's done. I really think it's built on brand and built on marketing upfront when you're going for such a high ticket thing for such a specific person, right? And so I was like, you know, before you just hire another agency to like do the same thing as your last agency. You should really figure out like what the truth is of how they're gonna purchase. Right. I'm like, what's happening right now? Like how are you getting sales? And it's it's all a lot about outbound, right? Their sales team calling and doing all these different things. I was like, okay, interesting. Like what I really think you should do is use digital ads on LinkedIn, because on LinkedIn you can occupationally target exactly who you care about. So there's no like spillage of spend or there's small spillage of spend versus on Google ads, it's going to be like 90% is a miss for this specific category. And you won't even have to spend that much money because your group's going to be so small. And I want you to storytell about how your corporate gifting, you know, clients made money or had good results from your thing. And just tell tell the stories, tell the stories, tell the stories, tell the stories and make it brought to you by your company. And obviously, you're going to interweave what your company does in the story naturally, but tell the story and have your exact key person that you care about seeing you all day, having success, doing something they're going to need to do. That's the first thing. And then I would remarket to those individuals with a sale if they visit your site or do some sort of engagement, but actually spend 80 85% of your spend on just storytelling to their face about why you're the best. And then if you even want to take it a step further do a podcast where you invite these decision makers on because it's going to be HR people, CMOs, things like that. They're not really getting invited on to podcasts. They're going to be pumped. And if you're really smart, you'll pick specific ones that already post on LinkedIn because what happens is when you do the content with them, you're going to then send them the clips. What are they going to do? They're going to post the clips. So now the person you're trying to sell who you may not have even sold yet is your microphone. And they're obviously connected with similar Mm -hmm. people in their industry. And you do that enough times and your brand just becomes the authority. And now you don't have to worry about trying to direct sell because everyone's just, they're no longer typing in corporate gifting partner. They're typing in your company. And like that, and, and this is what I basically broke down is like, I don't actually think your agency you're working with sucks. I actually think the channel you're using is actually impossible. It's just not the right strategy. And so that's kind of something coming back to your question that I would really advise people on is like, you cannot force your customer to convert how you want them to. You have to build the system to convert them how they want to be converted.
0: Absolutely. Especially it's like another thing where you can't force people to care. You can't force anybody to care about something that you care about. So you have to approach it in a slightly different way that kind of brings them on your side.
1: You know, and like truthfully, like the easiest example, I think for every single person to understand is real estate, right? If I'm going to buy a house, say say I'm buying a house in two years, I already know who I'm working with. There's no ad that's going to change that. It's already done because, you know, I believe in someone and I've watched them enough. Then I'm like, that's my person. And maybe I have a, a relationship with them. You know what I mean? And so what I tell real estate agents is, is like, sure, there may be 5%, 10% of people in the market that will convert direct because maybe they're new to the country and know nobody, or maybe they just don't have any friends or family around them that can advise them. But that's that's a 5 to 10%. Your 90% is going to sell based on trust, either directly with you or trust with someone they trust referring you. So maybe their parents saying work with this person or their best friend saying work with this person. And so you can't go into a real estate industry and be like, okay, we just want to be direct selling. Cause that's not how the customer is going to be converted. It's not how the industry works. No. And so once again to iterate, you need to convert the customer in a way they want to be converted. And that's different for each industry. And for instance, if you're selling a t-shirt, you can go direct to sale. That's not hard. But don't try to you know, swim up the river, swim with the river.
0: I love it. Well, on that note, on swimming with the river, (laughs) thank you so much for joining me today. Did you want to highlight anything that where you're at, like your social media channels, your business?
1: Yeah. So Hayden Cashin on TikTok, H-A-Y-D-E-N-C-A-S-H-I-O-N. Same thing on Instagram, but there's a dot in between my first and last name on Instagram. CashinMarketing.com for the agency and ModernMarketingCertificate.com for the education company. Feel free to DM me on Instagram if you want to chat. That's where I'm most active.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. And we will see you guys next week, or I will, or you'll hear me. (laughs) Something's going to happen next week (laughs) and I will be there.
1: (laughs) I love it. Cheers.
0: Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. I know I did. I had a lot of fun. I always, I always like, you know, meeting new people over the internet. If you want to be my friend, give us a follow at flick.social on Instagram. We're also on TikTok at flick.social. And if you want Ben to roast your Instagram account to help you grow on Instagram, leave us a DM on both of those. And you know what? You might show up on our next video. If you would also like to subscribe to my newsletter, sometimes I'm a little bit funny on that. You can do that. It's called Talk Social to Me and you can subscribe over on our website at flick.tech. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.